What is going on, View Crew? Welcome back to A Certain Point of View on a Monday evening. It is not Sunday. What day is it here on POV? We don't know. It is Monday. We are back. Jill's um, not here to tell us. I don't know. Jill's not here to tell us. That is correct. Uh, she is off adventuring um, Disney World. Uh, she is all the way across the country. She's currently traveling the world in Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> And if you know what that means, you know what that means. Um, she's having a lot of fun over there, but we're here holding the, holding it down, uh, having a little fun talking schmo down. And before we get to everything, because we obviously have a lot to talk about, and we have a really cool guest tonight, first timer, Andrew Dimlanta, Star Wars champ, Andrew Dimlanta. How have we um, not had him on yet? <laughs> I know, it's it, we've been over for a year now, and uh, he's been one of the leading Star Wars uh, players for the last however long, and that's yeah, taken this long, but what a time to, to have him on the show, obviously, so... Uh, but with that, Brian, Molly, how's everybody doing? Weekend? Good? Bad? Okay? It's pretty good. Mm. <laughs> Not as good as uh, yours from the Instagrams I saw of your mom's brunch. Oh, you're talking to me? Yeah, you. Yeah, my mom made homemade uh, homemade eggs Benedict, and it was fire. It was like oh, just food everywhere too much food i so i ate yesterday about 11 o'clock i didn't eat the rest of the day i was so full so full and it, it was also so i i got my second shot on saturday and um yeah and uh i was not in the mood to like have anything to eat and then i woke up on sunday and i was starving but i didn't want to eat before my mom's breakfast because i knew her food was going to be incredible so i was just like totally pacing myself with like liquids and then I got there and I stuffed my face, ate way too fast, and I was in a coma the rest of the day. <laughs> well, we, so. speaking of food, we went to the the first restaurant where we actually like went inside and sat down since the pandemic hit the first yes. time on Saturday. So you guys had drinks at a bar. Yeah. We went out. <laughs> we went all out. It was crazy. You saw some live, live theater. Yeah. And then we went, went to, to a bar. Our... our um, our improv theater that we're a part of, uh, they opened up starting to do, started to do some live shows outside. They like built a stage outdoors. So we did like a drive-in live theater thing. It was fun. That's awesome. Nice. That's awesome. Brian, what I'm about you? How was your weekend, man? Good. I did nothing. I'm trying to show off my make solo <laughs> two half in shirt. Here, I'll do this for I'll do this for like five seconds. No, I don't want. Don't you my, dare put. And me then on. my o, my OCD oh, will okay, kick thanks. in. There you okay. go. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Boom. Show it off. I thought you were going to just one screen me, and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I I could one screen you. Nope. Nope. <laughs> we save that for when Jill is eating. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's always the best you know, thing to do. You know what I was thinking we should do? We should put David B's intro song as just like one of those like lyric videos on our channel. So people can listen to it whenever we want or they want, not we want. Maybe I mean, we. there's not lyrics. There's not lyrics to, the, to our intro. That's, that I know, but what, yeah, but you, you know, like people just listen to the songs. I'll upload it to an audio file. They can listen to it like a, like a, like a music file. Yeah. yeah. Make it, make it your ringtone. Get crazy. There you go. Feel <laughs> <your> ringtone. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we have a lot of cool things to talk about tonight. We're obviously going to be getting into the danger zone and midterms match that happened on Friday because we didn't do a reaction to that one. Um, and we're obviously going to be talking about the undercard to Friday's pay-per-view as well, on top of a lot of other things. But first, let's go ahead and talk about this Star Wars match and to do to talk with uh, us for the first time here on POV. Uh, let's talk to the champ himself. So let's go and bring him on, the hunter, Andrew Dimalanta. What's up, man? What's up? Thanks for having me on. Uh, finally getting on here. Like, there's so many shows. It's like, oh, we finally got you on here. It's like, oh, 
<laughs> scheduling and you know other things life gets in the way so yeah it's understandable well, that in and, and you're one of the few competitors who runs your own after show and you guys are mm -hmm. yeah yeah doing we, your own we, little show too yeah we have since gone away from guests because again scheduling with us especially is just so hard because sometimes we film on saturday sometimes we film on a friday sometimes we film like on a sunday night <laughs> and i have like maybe a couple hours just to like make sure everything's fine and then get it up the next day and sometimes i don't get it up on monday at all <laughs> so, it's fair yeah, my, our, our schedule is so like hectic over here with you know nikki's job the, our child and also my schedule is so like all over the place with all the clients i have so yeah Oh, outside of the, the the crazy schedule and outside of the Shimona, and everything good with you guys across the country in Florida? Yeah, um, you know, trying our best. I actually get my second dose tomorrow at ten in the morning, so um, I'm expecting to be out. Hopefully Hydrate. not. Yeah, Hydrate. yeah. Like, <laughs> the the first one, I I I got a little like tired and exhausted, but I took some meds, so maybe that might have helped. So I'm dreading because like because uh, Nikki got the same. Um, you know she got Pfizer as well and she's like the first time just knocked her on her on her face mm -hmm. and then the second time I was like whatever <laughs> I was kind of the opposite I got a little tired so I'm expecting myself to just be oh. out the next day so I was like mm. so yeah. I, we'll see what That'll happens fun. we'll see what happens <laughs> you know That's Alex good. got Moderna and the second one just completely knocked us out Six, for like yeah. a day yeah. and a half yeah I've heard or, yeah because I've, I've heard different things because like my whole family got Pfizer and then all of our friends got Moderna and it was just a complete opposite of whatever, what I was hearing about Pfizer. So I was like, Oh man, but um, I'm glad I'm getting it because uh, you know, you kind of feel invincible now when you're going out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, not invincible. It's like, we're still going to take it. So we're obviously still wearing masks, uh, washing our hands and all that stuff. It's just now it's like, we can start doing more regular things, getting back to the normalcy, whatever that means anymore. Um, so we're, I'm looking forward to it and just, yeah. Hopefully everybody ball suit. <laughs> yeah. um, well, so it's been an interesting road for you. Uh, yes. I remember, I remember watching um, your match against Laura before Spectacular two years ago, mm -hmm. and that's kind of where everything really started as far as you being an elite player in the Star Wars division. Uh, fast forward to now, you not only won the title, yeah. but you also defended the title within a month, um, which is probably the first time that's happened ever in the Schmodown. Uh, how does it feel to? <laughs> You know, be over the hump. You have the title in your pocket, and just how does it feel to now have this like sigh of relief, like I'm a champion for at least a little while longer? It's it still feels surreal. I mean, because like everybody says that this the, the title is always synonymous with Alex. I mean, it's been in your house, Molly, for almost three years. <laughs> so like, you know, it, it, it's it's weird to watch your guys' channel and be like, where's it's not there anymore. It feels, it feels <laughs> it's surreal because it, it, you know it's been synonymous with Alex for so long and. and for the past month, it's been feeling, you know, I, I put it on like for the first week or two, I it's been sitting in this office because you know we had to film with it. Um, but um, after that, I was like, I need to see it every day. I have I need to like just get its <laughs> essence around me. So I put it on our, our kitchen counter and it stares at me while I work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's like, yeah, not Star Wars, Andrew. You're, you should be watching Star Wars right now, Andrew. But like, yeah, it's it's such um, a relief because I uh, you know. I say all the time, it's like it, nobody really knows how hard you work for it. Nobody really knows how much effort it, it goes into competing. Um, and like, it, it's just, it, it's again, it's like, a, it's a sigh of relief that's like, God, it, it, all that work finally paid off um, the, the first match. But then it's like, you got to turn around and do it again. So it was like, no rest. Just go at it again because um, Alex is definitely no one to, to underestimate, obviously. 
Um, and the same thing be, be said about everybody else in the division. So it's like um, I'm still on my my A game and making sure that it stays here. Um, but yeah, I, I, I felt surreal when I got in because um, when, when me and Molly debuted in Chicago, like we went out. Um, I don't know Molly. Molly and I was from Brazil, so they didn't go with us to pizza. And I'm sitting <laughs> with like Christian Harloff and Dagnino and. Um, and it's, there's a whole bunch of other Shmodan. Uh, Jay Washington was there too. I'm like, what am I doing right now? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at all these people I followed for years, and like, like I look I look up to these people, and like these people that I, you know, I, I watch all the time on YouTube. I'm like, this is surreal, and this this in, in uh, competing against top tier competitors and being hailed as one of the top competitors in the Shmodan. It's like I still feel it's like a dream. It's like, wow, like I I don't. It, it's surreal. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. It's just surreal. Yeah, uh, great cool. comment here from Brian War, by the way. Uh, he could use some images of you holding the belt, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... I, I, have I, a photo I, shoot. Have a, have a whole photo shoot. <laughs> I, like, it, it's great because, like, you know, Nerd Carnegie is a wizard at what he does, but, like, the one thing that I ha that, that's, like, like eking at me, it's like, oh, they don't have any live footage of me holding the belt, or, like, <laughs> the only true. live footage you have of me is in Chicago and in, in the, uh, the studio match against Laura, and it's like, how many times can you re use that shot of me like saluting and like you know what i mean so it's like yeah that's it that sucks about the corona and digital age it's like you know we don't have live footage slow-mo awesome ba footage of me <laughs> walking with the belt because you have plenty of it, alex <laughs> <laughs> so. well you heard it here uh, first everyone he you might see an andrew dim lots of photo shoot here very soon with yeah. I Put out a calendar with with just you in the belt. Oh my god! <laughs> I do a bunch of photographer friends, you know, because being in the business, uh, um, I, I've been a part of the wedding business like for like three, like five years, um, and I'm done with it. But um, I, I know a couple of wedding photographers, and know a bunch of other photographers, so it's not out of the realm of possibilities. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Right there, all your congrats coming. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, Molly, I'm gonna shoot it to you first. You got a question for him? Yeah, I mean, obviously the the division has come such a long way since mm -hmm. we uh, played that match in celebration. Mm -hmm. um, I guess my first question is: Are you bummed that you won't be any in any tournaments anytime soon? Ah, man, uh, that's a tough question because, like, just competing in the tournament is so much different but i think it's kind of the same kind of pressure with as title matches because obviously title matches a lot's on the line but with tournaments it's like you, you prepare the same way but you're competing so more often like mm -hmm. the last year's tournament was so taxing because it was week after week after week you win you got to compete again and it was live so there's there's very little room to slip up for any for uh competitors and for the the, the, the crew as well because it's just so stressful i think that's why they're they're steering away from live events like live digital especially um, but, uh, I mean, there, there is that relief of like, I get a tiny bit of a break between matches. <laughs> um, but also it's like, yeah, th there's nothing like tournaments because like mm -hmm. you get to, you get to compete against not only just one singular person, you get to put a plethora of competitors. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it would have been fun to go into another tournament, um, and rack up like points if you, if you make it past opponents, but there is that relief of like, okay, I get to relax, uh, yeah. for a little bit before the next match that's right you have like um you've gotten almost all the points for the mercs right now right yeah uh i think yeah, <laughs> I I, yeah. The, we're at what 18 
I think out of the he, he, he does he doesn't want to take credit because he knows that uh, before no. he got the points it was bad, but now it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, there's still a lot more more um, things to be played. We uh, the marks play for the t- uh, the team title at the end of the week, so I'm gonna be like bragging over here, like, oh, my back's hurting, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at the same time, Bibiani is a huge part of our preparation, and I, I constantly worry it's like you might be spending too much time on other people and when you have a huge match then the at the end of the month so um yeah it feels good to be like you know at the top of the leaderboard on my on my faction but i, I at the same time i want the rest of the faction to do well I, I want and being the star wars competitor there's very little i can do for the rest of them um <laughs> because it's so like hey you need to know what this creature is in this one scene in the background of the <laughs> of the rise of skywalker no okay (laughs) i tried helping dan study one time and i was like i guess i'll look up some rom-coms for you i i don't know man that's the thing man like you know i'm all you could probably speak to this as well like i'll be watching a couple of things and when i'm not studying star wars and like the problem with like my brain is my immediate thought is five pointers and, and you don't they don't need those and and it's crazy crazy ridiculous five points that probably will never show up in a singles and teams match um it's just because like oh i bet like in, especially in like a, a marvel movie it's like you want to like the name of this one character it's like wait a minute this isn't the star wars division stop looking at like <laughs> oh that. yeah anytime and, i hear a string of numbers or like see yeah, the name exactly. of a restaurant it's just like mm-hmm. oh i should write this down no 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 no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like fleeting lines that happen once in a movie. It's like, oh, that'd be a great question. Wait, no. Yeah. <laughs> and it's ruined me for other things too. Like I, I um, the other show that I was on th- this weekend, um, they, I said like it's ruined me for other things. While well, I'll be watching a, a kid show with my daughter, um, calling all or toss is one of her favorite shows, and I'm like, oh man, how many how many siblings does Casey the the, the koala have? <laughs> <laughs> would be a fantastic showdown question. So it ruined me to no end because now I look at everything like, oh man, that'd be a fantastic showdown question. Yeah. Watching watching movies is a whole different thing now. It is yeah. a whole different thing. Is there anyone like on the Mercs that has helped you study that you, they're like, all right, this is a tough one. And then they ask you a question and it's just like, that's not, that's very easy. Because I know that. <laughs> It's, sometimes it does we have obviously we all have our own like private chats and dms and uh, i'll i'll try to chime in sometimes with like uh, as much as i can with uh marvel films because i you know, i'm a geek to heart I, I don't just love star wars isn't the only thing that i love i love uh, all things geek and um i used to review movies on this channel but um yeah i mean people try it sometimes but they always they always do have that comment of like <laughs> it probably isn't hard for you andrew but <laughs> yada, 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 yada. but eric has been a, a great help too um I, you know obviously we, we talk back and forth on like hey what do you think of this hey what do you think of that um and sometimes he he'll um come up with things that's like oh yeah that's right don't forget about that so yeah everybody does try to help to a certain degree as much as they can that's awesome how is it uh Going from, I feel like going from the Finstock Exchange to Corky Mercs is a bit of a night and day. Uh, yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Well, not just oh, that, sorry. but it's 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 from it's from Gucci to Koi. That's the big question. <laughs> very different personalities. It's very. It's, <laughs> it's it's a very different atmosphere with the exchange. Was all like um, like this this matters. This absolutely matters. If you lose here, you're done. Like whatever you know what I mean, and with Koi, it's kind of like relax, man. You know everything that you've you've prepared as much as you can, um, and just getting you in a different headspace and and all that. And I think 
Um, Koi is much, I don't want to like, not, not that uh, Gucci isn't like a great manager. He is like, he's a three-time manager of the year for a reason, but he looks a lot more at the game aspect and Koi looks more towards the player and what like just get focusing on because focusing on an individual player and seeing what they need and focusing on that. And Gucci was, was like that with me with reminding me to slow down. But then a lot more of our conversation was, about gameplay and and the thing and analytical tech type stuff and Koi's kind of like on the, on the flip side of that of making sure you're right in, in the right headspace making sure that you don't just focus on um the gameplay and like studying um a lot of what he's helped me is don't forget about the downtime the downtime is just as important as study time so i think that's um the biggest difference um as far as uh, uh personality and gameplay and just managing style yeah, How? you seem to really be thriving with Koi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I and I said it before. Like, I mean, people will, will um ask if you like, oh, did you actually offer Andrew that third spot? I'll say one thing, he'll say the other. What it really came down to was I, I, I recognized that that attitude was not fit for me to move forward in the game and making sure that I'm in the right headspace. And um, I decided to roll on the draft, and it just turned out that you know it was the will of the force to be a merc because I'm back to being that happy, um, making sure it's fun type of thing. And it, that's, that's who I am as a person, really that attitude, that angry, like Hunter was, it, it felt that I had to force it every time. Mm-hmm. And like, just constantly like, cause you know, being, you know, the and being the character, you have to be in that position the entire time and just staring and being angry all the time. is just, it made it just, it wasn't me. And I didn't feel yeah. because it made Nikki feel uncomfortable <laughs> watching me as a heel. She's like, "That's that's not you. That's definitely not you." I'm like, yeah, that so. and that adds so much more stress to the game yeah. too when mm-hmm. you have to play a character that you're really not vibing with. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. Well, I, I wanted to kind of pick off of that, and it's probably something that you didn't even realize last year that was affecting you. And until no. you landed with Koi and until you kind of got to experience and that happens to a lot of players. I mean, anybody mm-hmm. can switch from a faction to a faction and, you know, whether it's characters in the, in the show or actually like someone behind the scenes in real life, um, you were probably just going through it. And then the second it happened, you're like, okay, wow, this is exactly what I needed as mm-hmm. a player. Yeah. And th- that was from like day one. Cause like after the draft, we all got into a big group like uh, zoom and then after i hung up and like god this is exactly where i'm meant to be because um w- with uh it was that that attitude was good for me for a while like that driving like anger like it drove me to study it drove me to get names in my head like ship names and planets and animals and, and species and stuff like that but then um jumping to, to the mercs was just like it was fun again i mean like I, I i feel like when i was a part of the exchange i lost that part of me like with when I was um my first match against Laura, I did that uh, that X wing entrance. I didn't. I, I said that in my first match. Oh, with the exchange was like I'm done with that. Like that's not me anymore. But then turn around with the Mercs. Me and Alex did this this cutscene that was fun amazing. to do. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, right. So like that was a that was a part of me that I loved about the Schmodown that I lost. So um sure. just going to the Mercs, I was just reminded why I love the Schmodown and why what I love doing and being a part of it. So I was trying to find it. Someone in the chat had brought up your X-wing entrance earlier mm-hmm. in the in the show, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I do want to bring the super chat up. This is for Mister Tim Sim. Um, how excited were Bibbs and, and Brendan when they heard you defended the belt? Wondering if it'll inspire them to reclaim the team's belt for Mod Couple. 
Oh man, um, because you know, I, yeah, we were in the the group chat, and uh, Jesse was was uh, I was talking to Jesse on uh, his stream uh this weekend, and he was like, "Oh man, I want to stay out of it. I don't want to know the the outcome. I want to like you know watch it as a fan." And Bibbs and uh and, and Coy were in oh, our no. chat, like, "Oh my god, and still, and still." He's like, Mike, I don't <laughs> "Because like you know, a lot of it's on the Mercs are, are still fans. We're like, yeah. I'm still a fan. Yeah. Like I talk about it on our show all the time. It's like I'm a fan first, and then a competitor." um but like yeah brent they're so incredibly supportive and i i i continually worried like are you focusing too much on me because i'm the one with the match right now so now that it's over i hope that they can shift focus again i have no doubt that they're still um focusing on them because we all um don't um like i said i can't contribute to the time as i wanted so it's just me and eric in our own like separate bubble right now as it is with the internet and star wars anyways um <laughs> so so true yeah <laughs> am i right <laughs> uh, but uh yeah i mean bibs has been uh, unglued support supportive the entire time like he he'll dm me all the time like i'm so proud of you and like and and he's so incredibly gracious as well. Like you're just as important and, to, and, and instrumental to this, um, me getting and holding on to the belt, um, as is anybody. And he's like, no, man, this is all you. And that's something that I, I really hold on to with, with Biz and, and our meetings was like the first time we had our mock match, he said, um, as I said, like he threw ridiculous stuff at us. I'm like, why are you doing this to me? And he, he's like, um, he's like, we're not doing this to make you feel good. We're making you, we're doing this to, make you sweat and he, the one thing that he said to me was like you came into this league by yourself you got to where you are pretty much by yourself because we can do as much as we can to help you but it's all you and that really stuck with me that he was able to recognize not only that like um that it's not really just them like pushing they, they can help as much as they can but really it just comes down to you um and i think that's not i got support like that before but not in like straight up saying it that way so um that's what's really spoke to me and bibs has been unbelievable I've, i i like try to go on etsy as much as i can to buy as much soap as i can because it's great I, i'm i'm it's in, it's sitting in our, our guest bathroom and i've yet to like like oh, i don't want to use it i know i, I, know. I don't want to it's too it's too good i don't i just don't want to use it right. here jake i found your uh x-wing oh there you go yes yeah thank you rashad yes that's what i was trying to find yeah thank you thank um you. i remember watching that it was i thought mm -hmm. it was brilliant and i would i mean i know that you're super busy and you get you, mm -hmm. you and nikki have a, a daughter and stuff but i would love to see more of that if possible that'd be great yeah yeah it's I'm, i've been actually trying to do more stuff like that for privately for my, my channel um i actually did like because uh, I, I we just finished watching um falcon and winter soldier and the Captain America shield is my favorite. I don't know if you can see the reflection in there, but yeah. it's, oh, my yeah. favorite, it's, it's my favorite weapon in the entire MCU. And like um, this, my stupid creator brain uh, every time, like, God, I would love to have like, just do like a, a Captain America throwing shield video. Ooh. And I was like, just thinking about, it. I, I kind of do on my channel already, but like, I wanted like somehow do one where I throw it and catch it. And I was like, for a week, I was just thinking about that. And my, and Nikki was just like, I'm like, you're thinking about it, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, so I actually did one, but it's like a one shot, and I'm still working on it. It's been like a freaking, it's been like three weeks now that I've been tinkering with it, and hopefully I'll get it done in the next week or so. So it, it's just stuff like that I love doing. It's it's a part of me that again that I, I rediscovered, and I've never lost it in my my per, personal life because uh, you know I went to school for film. I'm I'm, I'm an aspiring filmmaker and all that. I'm a uh, videographer by by day, so um creating is in my blood, and I just want to do more of that. 
Um, just unfortunately, I don't have a whole lot of time to dedicate it to to it. But um, uh, whenever I do get the chance, I'd like to try to do stuff. So keep your eyes peeled on uh, andrewandnicky.com or youtube.com. <laughs> <laughs> You'll make, see some videos like that. <laughs> well, so I got to ask just because, you know, we're an after show. We like to pick things apart and ask the hard hitting questions. Did you just hint that you might be joining IG one day? Oh, stop. Ooh. So, <laughs> and this is strictly because Brian Nussbaum asked it in the chat, too. Thank you. Right? <laughs> if you would have asked me last year, I would have said yes. Ooh, but now okay. uh, it's it's a straight up no. There has been times where I'm like, oh, man, maybe I want to swing it in IG because, you know, I don't want to just be like a you know a single tier competitor when I know I can. Because there I'm and Alex has alluded to this, too. Like there are matches where I'll play along like. I missed maybe like three or four. I'm like, man, I'm on it today. I know everything. I should totally <laughs> compete. And then the next IG match comes up and it's like, I get two. Like, well, I guess I, I shouldn't jump in. And especially now that the competitors are so, it's like, because um, IG used to be exactly like Star Wars. You saw maybe two or three matches a year. And then people just came out of the woodworks and everybody, there's the division just blew up. And that's Star Wars this year. So now it's like, all right, if I swing in another division, I'll split my attention. If I, if I want to be continue to be uh, at the top of this division i can't split my attention um and obviously i wouldn't uh, i just get demolished um <laughs> in the ig because like i have my clear strengths obviously with you know the star wars division but like um i don't think i'm as strong in other ones that i think i might be um and then i obviously have clear weaknesses and other things like i have yet to see all the harry potters um i <laughs> sort of remember star trek um <laughs> lord of the rings i love lord of the rings but like i don't see how to like names it's just like mm -hmm. wait what's they're that guy's name again? like how are they even words like yeah just, like, exactly. letters put like, together has, i i have trouble spelling space words um, <laughs> it's gonna be even harder to spell elvish words so um yeah it's, it's it, at like right now like up it, last season it was like maybe i'll try but this mm -hmm. season it's like nope absolutely not people have That's asked me about ig and now that alex is kind of into it mm -hmm. uh i will say the best part is like just being able to do the level of studying that we're used to doing for star wars for <clears throat> so many more movies i'm like oh my god we get to watch a different movie yeah, like and I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a Transformers, if it's a terrible movie. <laughs> like just being able to watch something new and fresh and like study it and take the notes. It's like I said, it's even if it's a bad movie, I'm like, this is yeah. fun. Yeah. And that's the thing. I would be afraid if I did jump in IG that I would study the same exact way I study Star Wars. And it's like, you don't need to go that deep, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because like from every IG competitor that I've talked to, it's like if it's it appears and then it's set in on screen and if you watch attentively you you can do well mm -hmm. you can't do that in star wars you have to be say you have to dissect it do extra research go that extra mile in ig it's not so much and i would be afraid that i'd be doing exactly that yeah it's like, captain america shield is this many di diameters around and he <laughs> yeah. has to throw it at this angle to hit that's like no <laughs> don't, don't give don't give pj any ideas yeah any ideas <laughs> my favorite thing is always just hearing the competitors after like their match go like yeah and we just finished something that was like released like weeks ago and it's like mm -hmm. holy crap you guys haven't done anything but study non-stop yeah for the last <laughs> however long and clearly that sounds 
like you too. So yeah, I, yeah, I remember. Um, I can't remember. I think it was Rachel Cushing said this on what was it? I think it was backstage when she was co-hosting that her and Sam would watch a new movie, and even before the movie would start, they go, "All right, it's directed by this person. This person <laughs> stars in it." <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, it's, it was released in this state, so it's like. Showdown has ruined everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, the release date, like the year it mm -hmm. came out, who directed it, who did the score. It's like mm -hmm. automatic, like you have to know those three things for every movie now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bare minimum at this point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Brian, did you have uh, another question? I know you had a couple written down. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, we know the match turned out the way you wanted it. I would like to know. What was your first thoughts when Alex missed the first question? Were you just like, holy crap, like you, we go perfect every time. Is this over? Like, or just like, what was your thought process when the very first question? Because the, yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't the fact that Alex missed it. It was the fact that they went there. You know what I mean? That's true. Because like I said it in my match, like that's like the hardest first question I've ever experienced. <laughs> Because it's like the second they said, oh, like the Rise of Skywalker, I'm like, all right, it's going to probably be like, who plays this person? Or, you know, like a almost surface level. I hate to say surface level, but like they, when they finish asking the questions, like, oh, the creature that's with the old woman that greets uh, Ray on Tatooine, I'm like, oh, they went there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and like, I immediately thought, like, okay, we're going, it's going to be that kind of match where it's like haymakers after haymakers after haymakers. And um, what I loved about this match specifically was the questions and the fact that um, it just the breadth of questions, not, not the fact that like they hit us with these ridiculous deep cuts. It's the fact that he, he the way that the, the um, questions were structured and the order they were uh, it's like, I, I thought about this earlier today that it's like, I'm a big football guy. Like um, if you come out and you blitz the quarterback, like if you if you like face Tom Brady or Peyton Manning's and you blitz them every play, you might get them the first two times, but then they're just gonna carve you up the rest of the match. You can't just keep going at them and blitzing. You got to mix up the covers. Go man, go zone. Uh, you know, blitz out one play and then maybe just bring the corner in, in the next. And it's and I it's stuff like that. that I really appreciate about this match was like we got Toby the first question, and then maybe the next couple questions like D Bradley Baker. Okay, and he lo he loads you in this this false sense of security, uh -huh. and then hits you with a "we need the exact quote" type of question. I was like, "Wow, we're just being forced all over the place," and that's what I loved about these these questions. And um, I really hope this is where the division goes now, because it's so much pressure to go perfect every time, and that's what the pressure is pretty much on every player now. It's like if you don't go perfect, you're not going to win. But I think what this match shows us now is that we can't have matches like this where we're not going perfect every time and like if you miss one you can certainly come back and win it um so i'm, I'm really hoping that's where pj recognizes on this match is like yeah we can have more uh, matches like this especially when the two got to the top were missing multiple questions mm -hmm. so um yeah and I, so i was definitely surprised i was like oh man i'm so glad because he has been in my notes forever so i'm, <laughs> I'm glad they finally, finally uh, asked it so there's just I, and sure molly and alex can speak to this like there's so many things in our notes sounds like when when is they gonna ask that one when <laughs> is it coming so yeah. yeah yeah i mean for question wise that to me seemed like the biggest roller coaster of questions mm -hmm. like you'd go from like something you're just like what in the hell? And then like, it's like, Oh, Luke Skywalker. Like it's yeah. just like something so easy. And it's just like, I felt like honestly, that was the most just not all over the place, but like well balanced, hard, mm -hmm. medium, 
in just e an easy level that yeah. I've seen in a long time, especially yeah. in Star Wars. Yeah, because like, like again with the football analogy, if you look at this, it's like match like play calls of the year. Like it's like one of these matches where like you're in the Super Bowl and you've been holding on to all, on to all these plays and that sequence of plays all year just for this one opponent. So yeah. I hands off to 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 PJ and the writing staff because like they they really pulled it out for this one, not only difficulty wise, but just like like unexpected like turn events and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like PJ was like, All right, I can't do another however many round overtime and Star yeah. Wars. I've <laughs> we got need to, to trip them up. <laughs> Someone's yeah. gonna miss a damn question in the yeah. last and I'm glad yeah, I'm glad we both didn't go perfect in this one. We didn't go to sudden death because um, what again, the just the pressure of going perfect again is not looming over my head anymore. Because yeah. if I would have gone perfect in this match, it's like, when is he going to miss? Yeah. When he's now, I don't have that over my head anymore. And also now the 5150 match is special now mm -hmm. because yeah. um, it's going to be if the, if the questions continue to be like this, it's going to be a while before we see a match like that ever again. And I'm glad that me and Alice got to be a part of something so special and so like cemented in in Shroud on history now um because alex already has his place in the history books like <laughs> now i get to be alongside him <laughs> finally great. he's out of the spotlight again. <laughs> oh, i'm still in the shadow of him in this one but I, i'm there i'm there i'm well, on the page <laughs> well while, while we continue the conversation speaking of alex damon <laughs> oh. uh the former uh star wars champion actually is with us right now so i'm gonna go ahead and bring him in as he did sitting backstage there he is. I've, I've been like, oh, God, I want to talk about the questions, too. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you would. <laughs> What's yeah, going on? I completely on? agree. Hey, uh, I'm good. You know, <laughs> still drinking the sorrow away, but. <laughs> this isn't water in here, by the way. So, yeah. <laughs> I got to yeah, I mean, too. I, I, I do want to ask, because you three out of the division we have right now is you're the longest running active players who are involved in all this right now in the star wars division and molly you you're recently competed but you've been involved in it for a long time obviously um the questions the overall dynamic of the league how it's grown i would love to just hear like a, a conversation about like watching it grow over the past couple of years pj and the questions just the balance of everything and how it's kind of grown uh so far this year well i definitely felt feel like i need to say that the questions were great uh, because I, I know that PJ watched me on this show being like, it was 51 to 50, it was like, great. But they, I thought that they were kind of like, no, not this time. Like, I, I agree. I love that we did not go perfect in round one. And even the very first question, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like that. And I, I also really like the kinds of questions where, like, I don't know how I would study for anyone versus anybody and it's not a question of just like this technical do you know a ship model or a weapon or whatever species it's just like how well do you know these movies how many times have you seen them can you play it in your head mm. and it's like i took that extra time and i was like no oh, it's anyone and i'd <laughs> like i i appreciate all the variety of questions that go in here to to trip us up so yeah that was, a, that was the word PJ. i was searching for that was the word i was searching for i was like oh plethora broadness <laughs> variety there it is I know <laughs> yeah i i've never played a perfect game but i am like very adamant on the show talking about make the questions harder and like yeah after losing a match i'm like 
yeah, I lost, but I want harder <laughs> questions still because like that's the stuff that I'm studying. So I like like Alex said, you get what you wish for. It is. Uh, <laughs> we we tend to study just like five point stuff, and then yeah, that he'll come along and trip you up with just. A, a line from the movie that you're like, oh God, I should know this. Yeah. Or the Itobe. I was just like the whole time. I assumed that was an EOP. I never. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny too because I heard people were like, oh, benefit of the doubt, benefit of the doubt. I was like, it's mm -mm. a completely different creature. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Like yeah. I said it on my show. It's like if you're out in a field, I'm like, hey man, look at that horse over there. <laughs> That's a donkey. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a horse it's a donkey so, that's fair yeah, yeah and that's and the, one of the things i really liked about the questions was that um it wasn't like you said it wasn't like something like you can concretely study in your notes it was like questions that made it made us go wait is it that wait no hold on and you you're forced to repeat because you're like did i mishear it because i I'm, i definitely misheard a couple of questions a couple times and you know obviously i missed the, the, the two in the first round but like i really appreciated that like i want to see this where we force competitors sort of like think about it a little bit longer to where it's like did i hear that question right because i like i know it's this but the way they said it it's like it could be this no it, it, it like and just that, <laughs> that the split seconds of forcing the competitor to be like yes is is what I was, I was looking for and we got several times in this match because i think in there's three questions in the first where it's like we need the exact uh -huh. quote <laughs> and you're like shit um <laughs> That's yeah. It's all mental torture in the Star Wars division. I feel yeah. it's it's every question <laughs> is like that. But that makes it so much more satisfying when you do win because you're like, mm -hmm. I did something right. Like, I got that. <laughs> I got that one question that's been in the back of my head for however many years. Like yeah, like you mm -hmm. said, Andrew. There's all the, always those little questions that are, you're like, okay, when are they going to ask this? They really, I really yeah. hope they ask me this. <laughs> and it makes Nikki feel so like like really proud because like there were like three questions three or four questions where she's like i told you see i've been back here for like five years i was <laughs> i was watching your show earlier and it was the corday question yeah the court yeah from uh zach and, from a different uh, match and, right yeah, yeah. From a different match like we'll we'll be watching this and like i'll be sitting and watch trent playing obviously playing along and like she'll be sitting next to me and that you know the corday question coming she literally slapped me in there i'm like see <laughs> You said they wouldn't ask that. See, like, <laughs> that's that's what I said. I mean, there's it, watching the other matches when yeah. a question like that comes up, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Because it's yeah. like Corday has one line. Yeah, like, you expected to know who plays her. Yeah, and there's that little like sigh of relief, like, "Oh, thank God I didn't get that question because that yeah. wasn't on my mind at the, at the time." So, um, yeah, I feel like even with the questions, like they're wording them that. It could be an easy answer, but sometimes they've been wording them like you're just like, wait, is it? And then you're like questioning yourself, but then you have to almost kind of like use your whole time and talk yourself through it and go, yeah, no, it is that. And I mean, to me, in my opinion, I'm completely different for you guys. Like that's kind of the fun questions that you want to see because you're like, it's questioning your studying. Like, did I did I read that right? And just the way they ask it. So I don't know if that's something you guys agree with, but there's, there's probably yeah. some sort of like, it, it comes back around where I think if you are brand new to star Wars trivia, you'd probably be more confident in any answer that you're giving. And then like the more, you know, the more you just like you're in your head thinking, no, they could mean something else. And you're just second guessing everything. Mm -hmm. 
I, I don't know when that point is when it starts to click and you're like, <laughs> well, do they consider a moon a planet or not? And like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh, here apparently, we go. So wow. apparently I'm completely wrong on this because like, yeah, they, like I said like on my, our show today, like um, the whole moon versus planet thing. And I was like, yeah, technically in the in the movie, it's the forest moon of energy. They call it a moon. But I was like, man, but that, that it's a planet. It, you know, you see it as a planet, as an atmosphere and, you know, whatever. And then I get schooled in the comments and it's like a moon orbits a planet, a planet orbits the sun. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's, it's true, but it's still one of those, like if they ask how many planets are in this movie and then you're like, well, are you yeah. counting Yavin 4 or not? And it's like, well, now I have to give two answers, one with mm -hmm. like all of them and one with, but here's the moons broken out. <laughs> as soon as they Guess said that, as a precedent, I, I mean, I don't know if they're going to be super like strict on that in the future. They'll probably change the wording to be like location, moon, or planet. Because right. if they're going <laughs> to yeah. ask how many planets, Plan have planetary you, bodies, maybe. <laughs> yeah, have you like differentiate? Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's like it's, that's a lot because there's so many moons that people would just <laughs> yeah. think that it's a planet. Yeah, there's there's a couple that I've gone through. It's like, oh yeah, that's a moon too. Damn it. <laughs> so. You now need to learn astrology just to compete in this. <laughs> astronomy. <laughs> astronomy, not astrology. That's the wrong astronomy. thing. Never mind. <laughs> you need to get a or book astrology. on or something. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I, I want to ask, uh, and I don't know if, if you guys have been able to pay attention too much, but uh, FCL has now been doing a little Star Wars as well. Um, and last week they did their May the 4th edition, and they included a little bit of the TV side of it all. Um, just a few questions here and there. It was it was one slice, one category, uh, and it got actually got brought up a couple times, which is really cool. Um, Clone War, or Rebels once, and Mandalorian twice, I believe, were, were the questions. Um, is that something that you would love to see the division transition to? Maybe just like live action, Mandalorian, or all of it, or maybe you know, being that Star Wars is just twelve movies, uh, at some point it's going to need to expand because there's only so many questions you can write. Is that something that you guys would be interested in? Who wants to go first? <laughs> I'm like, well, do you I'll remember the? Yes. I, I haven't, I haven't seen the questions yet. How hard were yes. they? <laughs> yeah, we haven't watched the FCL. Uh, okay. uh, so one, yet. one of them, the so this was a five point question for one of the competitors. It was oh. which two characters did Sam Witwer voice in Star Wars Rebels? Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I That's a five. That's a five pointer. Yeah, oh, but the, but again, yeah. this is the FCL. Remember, keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it would be fun. Um, it, I mean, maybe it wouldn't happen until there were enough seasons of live action to where it would only be live action. Because if I have to go back and study the Clone Wars, that's yeah. a lot to study. Yeah. Same, same with Rebels, but like, I it it comes back down to like I don't want to keep seeing people get perfect games, especially rookies. So I'm like, if that's what it takes. <laughs> To make especially miss. rookies <laughs> if that's what it takes like throwing throwing tv trivia stuff in there i'm like yeah why not maybe it maybe it'll take the pressure down a couple notches i'm know. mixed on it like i would be on board but it's also like you know the movie trivia schmodown and i think that pj just proved that you know he can mess us up yeah, uh, but I also understand that like that's not an easy feat <laughs> for him to do. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that would be my concern is um 
uh, if they do introduce it, yeah, I'll do the work. <laughs> I'll watch Clone Wars <laughs> over again and, and, and all that stuff. But like at the same time, my concern is with the writing staff and it's just, just the the crew in general because like if they're saying they're running out of questions, but they're not. There's there's plenty of other stuff to be asked, surface level and deep cuts. Just look at all three of our notes. There we're not running yeah. out of questions. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, my concern was like if you're you you're gonna have to hire more writers. You're gonna have to um have them go out and write these questions like you're going to tell me you're going to hire people just to watch all of clone wars and write questions um just to make sure (laughs) it's diverse enough brutal yeah and so that's my concern is like on the the staff of of the shimono because it it costs money to to put this stuff together and to hire more people it would just be more work that it would have to be done across everybody's plate not just the competitors but but everybody's and um yeah, so if they do end up doing it, I, I, I get it, and I'll, I'll do the work if I have to. But um, yeah, it, it's just be, it's a lot of work for just whether they have only have three writers right now. You'd have to hire more. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. A uh, couple comments I want to get to real quick. This one's from Star Wars in a Galaxy. Real quick, any specific rookies that you don't want to see do well, Molly? <laughs> It's not that I don't want to see them. It's not that I don't want to see them do well. I'm just saying, seeing rookies play a perfect game, like, right off the bat, I'm like... Young whippersnappers mm-hmm. coming into our division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then next one is from the great Will Watson. Thank you, Will. You know I had Will. to roll through and Will. say what's up with the View Crew. It was a great match. Met the Damons in Atlanta. Hope to meet the Hunter sometime. You all rock. Thank you, Will. As Thanks, always. Will. Um, well, I want to ask this question, because it is coming. and It's a little ways away, and obviously this is all fresh, but... Laura Kelly is headed your way, Andrew. Um, she is headed your way, and it's going to be a collision. Uh, in you know, at the end of June, I believe it'll be. <laughs> I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared. Um, I would be scared. I know you're Laura probably going to possibly. It's only been a couple days or whatever, but how's how's the preparation going? How's the thought process going? My um, lord, Jake, let him breathe for. <laughs> weekend. Do do you think he's breathing? He's the Star Wars champion. He's going to prepare. You know, I mean, it's yeah, it, it's the same as you know. I'm, I'm just been. chilling, man. <laughs> I was downstairs watching a documentary about Atlantis. It has nothing to do with IG Star Wars. I was having the time of my life wait, down there. Wait, 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 wait. There's other things in Star Wars, yeah. right? Wait, what? I forgot. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's the same as as my last match. The first match against Alex was we we won we celebrated and the next day it was back to work um it was basically like what i did was like, i had my digital cards and basically hit reset on all of them all was how many i don't even know how many i have anymore <laughs> but um <laughs> it's a lot but it's basically just hit reset go through all of them again see if i have any blank spots look at the match um that we just played figure out why i missed what i missed and polish that up i mean every competitor can say the exact same thing we all pretty have pretty much have the same study tactics um it's just uh so I I'm, I'm really hard on myself sometimes that, that um, I don't allow myself breathing room sometimes. And uh, I did take extra, uh, an extra break this weekend because, you know, it was mother's day. Um, but um, other than that, it was just like, all right, back to, back to work, back to watching, back to studying, back to, you know, uh, trying to find that one question, because I said, I say it all the time, like pretty much what we're all doing is just scouring the movies for that one thing, just that one thing that nobody else knows. And I'm constantly surprised that it's like, I bet they don't know this. Oh, I'm going to surprise everybody when this question comes up. And then it comes in a, in a match that I'm not a part of. And it's like, well, they think. Yep, there it goes. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and on the opposite of that, and like, we all experience this. Like, we all have that one thing of like, I can't wait. 
I can't wait. And then it gets asked and it's not me. Oh, <laughs> I'll that was remember. me with seven whoopie whoopie. Yep. When, <laughs> when Sean got that question, I was like, oh, no. That was mine. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I know you have obviously had your eye on just these couple of matches. Is there anyone that you've watched rookie-wise that you're like, hmm, interesting? I mean, all of them. All of them have 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 uh, gotten questions where I was like, "Oh wow!" Like every rookie match, I've had maybe one or two questions where I was like, "Where it was like the Etobi thing, where it was like, oh, they finally went there.' Wow, awesome!" So all of them have something to prove, and they've all have impressed me in ways where I was like, "Wow, I didn't realize they would know that." Or um, the fact that you know they they come in, I was like, "Maybe we might have a couple of tears of like, well, people that you know miss like." A handful of questions and don't go first but pretty much everybody has gotten questions where i was like wow good for, good for you man like you you're clearly doing the work you're clearly you clearly understand how this works and doing the work to make sure that you're on top of your game so um uh but you know uh, out of all of them i'm like i think um somebody that really just like i i, I looked at it, i was like wow they clearly have done their work was thomas because like he, I, I'm just trying to like listen as much as I could on on him, and just because like the guy that's won DragonCon so many times, I want to know as much as possible twice, about him. Just two times. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he struck me as somebody that like was clearly already understood how the game works, and he's done his homework, and he really like he is. When I was watching him play, he seems so insanely careful about how he answers. He takes all the time needed. And like I remember watching his second round, and he—I I think he was like literally writing out each question out of his ass. I was like, "Whoa, this guy's really like taking his time with it." And I think that's something that rookies coming in forget to do. And I was really like taking it back. It's like, wow, he clearly knows um, how to play now, and uh, he's very careful. And sometimes people equate speed to 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 like good play, and that's not a hundred percent all the time. So that's what really spoke to me about, about Thomas and, and his gameplay. Meticulous is the yes. word I would use to describe him at yes, DragonCon. Sitting next to him at DragonCon, like he has a little card where he like is marking down every answer that anyone gets right so he knows where he's in the standings at all times. And I'm just like, oh my God. The, <laughs> I remember the first time we uh, like watched dragon con trivia and like you were in it but it was the first time we had like talked and, and met thomas uh and like watching him play this was before i was in like uh, playing in the shmoda and watching him play i was like man he takes this way too seriously <laughs> and now look where i'm at <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah i'm i'm so excited to see like how he does and where he goes in the division because he's he gets in the zone and uh yeah yeah who takes this seriously god <laughs> <laughs> thomas well, reminds I mean, me of the person like at dragon con that would be like have two manila folders <laughs> just like no one's gonna look off my answer sheet even though we're ver <laughs> verbalizing it just he's that guy that. at the sats eh yeah <laughs> Uh, Alex, did you? Uh, is there anybody in the division this year that's kind of come up outside of Thomas, maybe, or, or even outside of Zach too, because he has a friend that you guys have kind of keeping your eye on, a rookie wise? I guess Gold Leader. 
Because he mm. just really seemed to have it out for me. And now it's like, now he doesn't care about me. He cares about Andrew. So. <laughs> just because just he lives in Atlanta, he was like, I'm coming for you, Damon. Just, yeah, well, whoever had the belt, I think he was just like going straight for them. And now he's like, nope, all right. That's well, a six-hour drive from yeah. there to here, right? <laughs> Got a little time. Got a little time. Yeah. Um, we did have one super chat that came through uh, from Thin, Thin Blue Line here. Dear God, please, please, please let there be a Demolanta versus Demolanta match during the next Star Wars tournament. Amen. Well, then blue line, that means that Andrew would have to lose mm-hmm. in June for that to happen. Interesting. Interesting. Or Nikki sweeps through the tournament. Yeah. Or Nikki sweeps through the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. How I excited see- are you to, to see her play? I've been waiting so long. I have no every, idea. Every every show you bring it up, she's like, oh yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, <laughs> I, I keep telling you, Star Wars competitor Nikki Demolanta. She's like, that's debatable. It's like you got drafted. No. <laughs> no, I was I was so incredibly excited that she one decided to play because um, I've been I've been trying to chip at that for years. Like because she's been I, I, she's been by my side every step of the way, and she she's been like um, uh, thinking of crazy five pointers for to just get into my head. Like I, I said earlier, like like the whole um, who played Cordy was was her baby. So. Um, I'm so incredibly excited. And when she got drafted, she we were um we were um uh, we were playing games with our friends, and she was peeking at Twitter every once in a while. And then she goes, "Oh no!" And she, I'm like, "I'm like, what? What? What happened? What happened? What happened?" And she's like, "I got drafted." I'm like, "Yes!" <laughs> I cost us some matches. We were playing Overwatch, and I cost us around because I was like so excited. My I get, my hands came off my keyboard and mouse. I'm like, "Yeah!" She's like, "No!" He doesn't give herself enough credit. Um, I think she has what it takes to be a top tier competitor. She just won't. She just won't hear it. Um, but I'm excited to see when she does because I haven't heard anything. Um, I hope she debuts before the next tournament because um, I want her to be, you know, properly seated with with people. I don't want her to go into the tournament with no record and get put against Alex. <laughs> <laughs> with so, my luck, that'll be me. Everyone uh, will finally get it. I mean, you yeah, want please. that. You've been, been calling for Damon versus Damon forever. <laughs> I'm just saying I would have said anybody. Yeah, put, put like Alex on one side, put Molly here, and then put put Nikki here, so we can have a Demolanta Damon quarterfinal, oh, semifinal. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I think yeah, I think I might be the only person like yes, give me Alex in the tournament. <laughs> I know what you uh, know. We did get another super chat here, and this came from Commander Bly. Um, <laughs> oh, still no. saying, congrats, congrats to Andrew for retaining the belt. There you go. Thank, Thank you, Bly. Thank you. Much I'll never forget the day where uh, that box came, and I was like, what is that? And you showed me it was the Black Series Bly, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, wait. Did you order this specifically for the promo? Yeah. <laughs> of course you did. I am for Of course you, know. you did. <laughs> And because because he's like I I want it near me at all times so it reminds not... me fuel his I, hatred. I, I am weak. Like now he's gonna throw it across the room. <laughs> I've just been sitting right here. Yeah, you threw that thing like in uh what, in our cutscene. Uh, uh-huh. I was like, oh no, that might be cause what? What are you doing? Probably had that for years. Nope. Oh, <laughs> oh the eight D eight one. <laughs> well, that too. Oh yeah, the eight D eight I've had for this. See, like everything is still sitting right here on my desk. I my belt. I got the eight D eight. Like. The emotional support <laughs> belt. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, well, Brian, uh, Molly, do you guys have any other questions before we get to our POV question uh, for Andrew? Is there anyone that is not a rookie? I'm trying to think that you haven't played that. You're like, ah, oh, 
I would like to play them. I'm trying to think. I feel like you've played everyone. No, I haven't played everyone. So I played, you know, I've obviously played the Damons. I played Laura. I've played Ace. Played Scrimshaw. Um, I haven't played Sean Sullivan. I haven't played Adam Witt. Um, who else is there that, that was in that tournament last year? I haven't played uh, Ken, but he's retired, so that that ship sailed. Mm-hmm. Um, God, yeah. There's there's been a handful of people that I haven't played that I would like to. Um, but uh, it's it's just a matter of of when at this point. So yeah, that's fair. Alex, so, yeah, what about you? Sully, I think Sully and Adam are the only two people I haven't played that aren't rookies. So <laughs> you haven't yeah, played Molly. You haven't played Molly. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you play every day. How dare you? <laughs> The life of marriage, people. You feel like you play them every day. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's true. We played many mock matches, so that's true. That's true. Um, all right. Well, we'll finish this off with our typical POV question here. And since this is Andrew's first time on the show, and Alex, you can reiterate yours as well. Um, but movies that brought us together, whether it's Star Wars or anything else, uh, we always ask our guests here: uh, What is your favorite candy, and what is your favorite movie snack, if they are different? So, favorite candy would have to be Milky Way. Ooh, um, okay. I've always loved Milky Way. Like, a uh, close second would probably be Kit Kat. Now, yeah, but Milky Way is the automatic. Like, yep, favorite candy, favorite movie snack. Oh, popcorn, obviously, but yeah. with the uh, like, like Reese's pieces, like sprinkled in. Oh, if I can, mm. if I can, if I feel like spicy. Um, but yeah, if <laughs> I feel spicy, you're feeling wild that day. <laughs> I'm feeling wild, like oh, I'm just gonna treat myself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, pop- popcorn. But like, I'm I'm weird though because I haven't ordered popcorn in the theater when well, the last time it was in the theater. Um, but uh, when I used to review movies, I, I it's like I want to focus on the movie, I want to dissect it. So I never really had ordered popcorn. But I think the last time I had popcorn in the movie theater was probably Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I think that was the last time I had popcorn in the movie. About a year and a half ago. Wow. I'm curious. I, I have another random question. Is who is your favorite Star Wars character that is like just not important to any of the plot whatsoever? Oh man. You um, my question, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just I mean, like my standard icebreaker interview question. Oh, is yeah. it? Oh, I yeah. mean, I'm in a, I don't, I'm a huge, I don't watch your stuff. So I'm no. a huge. Oh, wow. uh, <laughs> ouch. Uh, you know, I'm a huge Wedge and Tilly's guy. Um, like uh, when uh, the Aftermath trilogy, like the, the first book came out, I was like, oh man, we're opening with Wedge and Tilly's awesome. But then he gets, you know, injured and he's out of it for half the book. I'm like, what is this? I don't <laughs> want to read this, but he's an important character because he's been in, you know, two Death Star battles. Um, I think one that I've been gravitating towards um, would probably be, whew, God, there's so many good ones. I don't know. Um, cause I don't want to give you any answers. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm a big wedge Antilles guy. Um, I've always loved wedge, wedge Antilles and I'm waiting. If he's not a key player or key, like the main, at least, or at least a main supporting character in the rogue squadron movie, I'm going to be very, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> I was you, just about to ask you if, get, I'm, I, if they introduce some rookie working to the squad and it's like, Oh, we're going to follow them through their, their growth to the squad. I'm going to be like, come on, give wedge Antilles his movie, please. It's got to be. It's got to be Wedge. Dennis Lawson back as Wedge, passing the torch to the next generation. No, like, oh no! I, I want to see him start the movie like, man, back in my day, in the rebellion. <laughs> this is how it was. And go, they go off in this weird story of like Rogue Squadron doing the impossible again. It's like this is one mission. I remember this one mission that it felt okay, well, dark. Then, 
who would you want to play wedge or i guess they could de-age dennis but like that's my thought has been like i think they'll just bring dennis back to to be his age and still be the flight instructor squadron leader still no, I don't like be flying I, don't I, I think he's still be flying Chris Pine. I want, yeah. No. I want Pine. Chris Pine has been in enough. He's he plays a pilot in like everything. Know. He's fine. Yeah. I I think you could recast. You obviously could recast Witch until he's because of you know he's not like Han Solo recasting Han Solo. Um, man, but I want to see Wedge until he's in the prime rogue leader role. Um, yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That'd be awesome. I, I love Rogue Squadron. Like when they got announced, I like I was watching it on stream and uh, Nikki was cooking dinner and I went, yes. And she's like, what happened? What happened? And she had a knife in her hand. Like, do I have to kill somebody? What happened? Like, Rogue Squadron. Alex was just Another pacing movie. the room. Like, what does this mean? I just like stood up and started walking. That's how I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex, did do you have one outside of Biggs? A character? Uh, Max Rebo is probably my second. Mm. Like he's the person that I start just collecting their stuff. And uh, Sully sent me earlier today. They announced a Max Rebo Tiki mug. Tiki. So oh. that's that'll be the latest edition. <laughs> not the, the the handle is that what it is or no? Come on, this, this now has to be the handle. Hold on, I have it pulled. Up. <laughs> I just I, bought I it very it's quickly. Just a one little. Oh man, no. missed opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, I mean the base do... of it should be the piano. The base is the yeah. piano. Oh, okay. it is okay. Okay, they got they got that right. <laughs> uh, we we did get a quick stream last before before we move on here. This one came from Malcolm. Uh, for the Star Wars players, do you ever dream about Star Wars? Any interesting <laughs> ones? I think my dumbest dream is that I, <laughs> when Squadron was was about to come out, I was dreaming about playing squadrons so not dreaming <laughs> oh, like God. i'm in an x-wing cockpit flying right no i'm sitting here in this chair <laughs> in the game chair <laughs> yeah that was that's dumb. a good one that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah i think i've had a couple of star wars dreams some that i can share some that i can't share um but yeah <laughs> Holy that there? interesting there. interesting <laughs> i don't like i can't tell if it's trivia or sexual uh, <laughs> like, there were weird answers floating around the dream. but i've had like like you valley i've had dreams of like my profession like I, i've had dreams where um I've, i'm editing but not on a computer like i'll look at clips on the ground and i pick them up and put them up in the air and like i move them and i cut them and i look up and i go no, and I slap it down. I pick it up <laughs> on the floor, and I've like had, that's for me watching yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't like there weren't like holograms. They're like cardboard, and I was like, "No, nah, that doesn't look right." <laughs> but um, but I ha I've had, had dreams where I'm editing like a Star Wars, like something, like a movie mm. or a TV show. Like so, like when my my two passions collide in my my in my head at night. <laughs> I've never had a Star Wars dream, but I have had several Schmodown nightmares where it's like. Yep. <laughs> I haven't wa I haven't watched Star Wars in like a year, and they're like, "Your match is tomorrow." Bye, click. Oh, like, you mean how it works in real life? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two weeks. Sorry, 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 sorry. I don't, I don't mean that. No, that's not how it works. Yeah. Oh, that, that's that's a great one to end on. That is a. I think you're getting a phone call to play Laura next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's tomorrow. <laughs> Um, well, gentlemen, uh, it's it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, Andrew, it's great to have you on the show. Finally, uh, I'm yeah. sure we'll definitely have you back uh, very soon as well. And, and I know your match isn't for a little bit, but we can't wait to see what happens. It's going to be a, a crazy match. You're 
going from one heavyweight to an next. And Alex, yeah. always good to have you on the show as well. So yeah. doesn't um, get any easier for any of us. <laughs> Not <laughs> in your division. Matter. It doesn't matter well, who I'm you're sure, playing anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, I'm sure we're all looking forward to a, a Dimelon to Damon three down the road. But uh, Andrew, yeah. good luck in the next match. Yep. And Alex, we look forward to obviously seeing you in the tournament as well. So thank you guys. Thank you. I'm gonna keep resting. <laughs> I envy you so much. Oh my god, <laughs> right, guys! Well, have a good night. Thank you. Bye, Thank guys. You. Yep. Oh, that was good. That was good. That was a lot of fun. I can't believe you watched that Atlantis documentary without me. <laughs> um. All right. Well, uh, we've gotten to a lot of Star Wars talk, and, and we'll be talking about it here very shortly because we do have uh, predictions for one Star Wars match. But let's shift gears a little bit to the undercard of Demolanta Damon, which was a really, really good match. And that oh, is uh, two two rookies uh, who won their first matches. One of them was a just TKO, knock, or not a knockout, but just a total just sweep of the board up against a comeback. And that is Rick the Rage Arias up against PG Peggy Gubbins. Um, and, you know, Peggy was on the show. She was calling out Rager. Uh, Christian, I know, I know for a fact that's where this match came from. I'm, I'm holding you to it. Um, We're not saying that we give them their ideas. We've got, like three matches already. We predicted like three matches already. You know, <laughs> and I'll, but anyway, uh, this was this was a great undercard match. And typically, what happens is that when you have an intense title match like they did with Dimolata Damon, you kind of have one that's like fun, loose, two great players. This was just. This was a, a heated match to begin with. Obviously, Peggy's connected to, to Christina V, right? They're part of the family four, so she wanted revenge. Um, and the Rager's just calling out everybody. He wants to prove himself. He's part of the exchange. It makes sense. Uh, and Peggy was playing great. Complete opposite of what she was playing the entire game. Or, or her first match, excuse me. Uh, she had the lead for most of the game, and she unfortunately just lost it in the first or the last two questions. Rager comes out with a victory, gets more points for the exchange, goes to be 2-0, and He's the first rookie to be 2-0 in the singles division this year. Um, but overall, just what an incredible match uh, between these two rookies who are really proving themselves to be quite good trivia players. Molly, what would you think of this one? This match had me like literally on the edge of my couch, uh, my seat, <laughs> yeah, my couch uh, the entire time. I was like, because I was like, I don't know who to root for. I, I, I think I wanted... Peggy to win but like after the first round I was like oh man it's going to be one of those matches and yeah. I was just I was just having a good time and and really enjoying seeing them both playing really really well and the fact that they went into overtime in the undercard match <laughs> before Alex and, and Andrew played I was like oh my god I'm so stressed <laughs> out uh, but yeah oh man it, I I loved the match. It, it, I wanted to see Peggy win. I, I think she'll she'll come back even even stronger. But I agree. Uh, it was so close. It was so close. And those are the best kinds of matches to watch, though. It's, especially when you watch two rookies, right? They're they're new to this, but they these two specifically almost feel like they've been here for a while, mm -hmm. right? They they feel like they've been involved, and they have obviously been watching, but they just feel like experienced players. They feel like they know what they're doing. Um, Brian, this was this was at a barn burner, man, and obviously we're Peggy's a, a friend of the show. We have yet to have Rager on. I'm sure we will soon, but um, what what a great match! What a great undercard! Yeah, uh, not the match that I expected to go to sudden death, but uh, right, wasn't mad, wasn't mad about it either. Um, 
that was that was just such a good match from the beginning to the end. Like, I mean, Peggy was strong as hell, and so was Rager. And it was just like, this is this is a really good match. And I was like, I almost wish like we had a rematch right after because it was just like I didn't want it to end. Like that was just the way. Some of those matches, you just get there and you're watching it and you're like, ah, oh, I don't want this one to end. And this is was one of those ones. Like, I, I mean, it, is it the level of, oh, this is the, the main event? No, but it kind of still felt like it in a way. Like, the way it went, the way it was going, the fact that it went to overtime. And I, I loved it. It was a great match and it, it made me want to see them play again, because I feel like you roll the dice. Maybe they play three times. One's going to win one, but that third match, you never know like that. So I think this was just fantastic match from beginning to end. And I, I do hope that they play again at some point. It, a, a lot of the season so far, when we see these rookie matches, it almost feels like these rookies matches and I'm the the biggest one that I can call back to is Jacoby and Jacob. Um, we're seeing like these rivalries being born, right? Mm-hmm. The, these these players who it's the rookies creating the yeah, rivalry. May, maybe they're maybe they've known each other or whatever. And may, maybe it's the factions they're involved with. But and at, at this specific rivalry, it was like an intense. Like you you can feel like the intensity coming from both of them. How serious they were taking it. How much like. They really wanted to be on the flip side with Jacob and Jacoby. It's a rivalry, but it's a rivalry because they respect each other and because they're really good at movie trivia. And you can see them playing each other for a long time. And it's really cool to see these new rookies who the veterans are like, oh, why are we drafting on these rookies? They're proving themselves in wins and losses. Like Peggy, she proved herself in the first match. She made that massive comeback up against Paige. And then she plays great in this match. She ended up losing it in overtime. Rager proves himself. And then we can also talk about the second rounds. Peggy gets comedies, sweeps the board in like five seconds. Like she crushes comedies. And then Rager gets whore, which clearly is a a strength of his or something that he really likes. Um, They just, it's really fun to see because we're still learning who they are and and getting these personalities from them and seeing them match up against each other. And it goes again to the scheduling of of what they're and who they're facing against each other. It's really, really working. It's really working. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was just, it's fun seeing these new players kind of like build their foundation a little bit. And then, I mean, you, I don't know if it was just me or not, but like you could see Rager kind of not lose his character, but the character kind of got put away because he was when like, he started losing. Well, no, it just the whole time, like once it started to get really intense, it was like, okay, like I'm playing this. Like, yeah. And so it was kind of just like, oh, okay. Like, well, I kind Pe- of, Peggy's one not to take any crap either. Like, that's no. the thing. Yeah. And so for him to just kind of like go, like, okay, no, screw the character. Like, I'm going for this <laughs> win. Like, it, it yeah. was pretty cool. And I, I, it kind of got me into it a little bit more because I was just like, oh, this is not a joke now. So I loved it. This honestly was better than I could have ever expected. 
Yeah, I, I agree. And, and we're obviously getting a lot of rookie stuff just because they need to be put in the forefront a little bit. So it makes sense. But they're all great matches so far. Um, nothing has really been a, a dud, for lack of a better term. Uh, before we move on to Friday's match, we did get a Streamlabs from Mr. Ferris and Mathana. And he simply says, hello, Ferris. Thank you, Hi, as Ferris. always, man. Hi, Much Ferris. appreciated. Um, but yeah, let's let's move on to Friday's day match, which was a team's tournament match. And we finally got to see the debut of one of the most highly touted teams and anticipated teams of the season. Uh, we got to see Danger Zone and the midterms. We got to see Dan Merle and Ben Bateman teamed up for the dungeon, taking on Swag's team of Eric Zipper um, and, uh, oh my God, why am I forgetting his name? Jonathan Harris, thank you. Jonathan Harris, I almost forgot his name. I wanted to say Lawn for some reason, but obviously it's Jonathan. Um, look, we'll, we'll talk about Danger Zone. We'll, we'll talk about them, obviously, because they're a big part of this, but I wanted to say, Jonathan Harris looked like a superstar. He looked incredible in this match. He looked uh, as a, as elite as his brother has. Um, and, and Zipper played really well as uh, really good as well. Um, but Jonathan Harris really took over in that second round, played incredible. Of course, when you run up against someone like Ben Bateman and Dan Merle, it's going to be tough to to come out with a victory. Um, you know they're danger zone for a reason. They're they're considered to be one of the best of a of the team's tournament for a reason. Um, but yeah, I thought it was an overall a much better match than I was expected expecting. Uh, but da- but danger zone does look like the real deal. I will say, Molly, what do you think of your faction mates? I'm stoked to <laughs> to have them have their first match out there and to see them just plow through the rest of this tournament. Uh, I will say there's so many teams already uh, that I can't wait to see play again. Like blackjack, for instance, uh, midterms, like I feel like all the teams are kind of on fire and it sucks to see a new team get knocked out of the tournament so quickly, but we'll see them again, hopefully sooner rather than later. But yeah, danger zone is exactly what it sounds like and look out for the rest of uh the rest of the teams <laughs> brian uh yeah no i was thoroughly impressed with uh midterms uh they i we already know i'm a zipper show so we'll get that out of the way but um but yeah no ring rests on jonathan um and you know i <clears throat> I, I've got to say, like, I was a little bit uh, more impressed with Deception at the end of the day on this side of the bracket. Um, I would agree with you. I mean, they played perfect. How can you not be? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, but if you would have asked me which which team had this result, I would have gone, this, them. And I... I'm not a hundred percent confident that Danger Zone can get by Deception. I, I'm Handle. just say it right there. So, I, I, so fan. I was, I, <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say this for predictions, but and I I put my bracket out before the team's tournament started, and I had Danger Zone winning. I don't know if they get by deception now i am very and it's look it's ben bateman is dan merle it's hard to doubt them i think i i have more confidence in dan merle than i do ben bateman at the moment um and it's not because of ben bateman's knowledge it's because of his damn mouth 
the dude will not shut up. And he he got a warning in this match for talking in between questions, for kind of like almost antagonizing Zipper and Harris. Um, and Poor sure, Zipper. it's funny. Everyone it's, just it's, bullies him. Poor look, guy. It's, it's character work. Not bad. <laughs> it's look i get it it's it's character work but for me it was a little too much and it almost looked like dan was not having it 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 in a way almost and look this could be a total just character thing that's happening as far as storylines or whatever um and i'm sure they're going to get on the same page because look they're they're bateman and merle they're two the, the current singles champ and the former singles champ like obviously it's a super team um but I'm I'm wondering how much, in how much trouble Bateman's mouth is going to get them in because if it continues like they did this match, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I I don't. I'm not saying the Danger Zone will for sure definitely beat Deception because Deception is terrifying. They're <laughs> a fantastic duo, and obviously the way that they played, they're they're no joke. Um, It'll be really interesting to see if if that's where we're headed um, to the to see these two teams play each other because it yeah it, it might be the first time we see you know both teams go perfect and we get to go into sudden death for a teams match you know so I don't know yeah I, I mean. Think. It's it's gonna be crazy. Uh, it's one of the matches this week, and as Tim Sims says, thank you again for the super chat, Tim. Uh, Danger Zone versus Deception is no doubt absolutely. the match of the week. It, it absolutely is. Um, with that, I we mean, can get in. No slouch on either of the teams' matches. No, like- I mean that. Look, and we'll, we can get to predictions, and we might as well. We can start with Friday's match. I mean, since we're on the topic, but thir- Thursday's match is Rushmore versus Lightning Time. Like yeah. that is as much of a headache as Friday's matches. Plus. The second Star Wars tournament match is on Wednesday. It's Thomas Harper and Eric Whiteley. Like that's an absolute barn burner match as well. Uh, but let's let's start with Friday's match. Let's go backwards here since we are on the topic. Uh, Danger Zone of Deception. Um, we have Dan Merle and Ben Bateman. We have Adam Collins and Marisol McKee. Uh, three, two former singles champs and the current singles champs, and someone who could possibly be on their way to fighting for a singles title in Marisol. Plus. It's Kaiser and Shannon, Dungeon and Corruption. Brian, I'm going to start with you. No, you damn it. <laughs> I mean, you know my answer. Yeah, that's... There's, yeah, not, yeah. there's not too much to elaborate on on my side of things, but I, I am very excited to see them play each other. I have no idea. I really just... <laughs> like... If I wouldn't have seen Danger Zone, it, like if this was a first, just a match between the two of them, like first round, I would have picked Danger Zone. But I think I'm going to go with Deception on this one. Which, a lot of people saying that, that Bateman is going to blow it in round one. Interesting. Uh, I don't it, know. I. Or that, teams, or that he's like teams not a going good perfect. Teams going perfect the way uh, Deception did. Not something that's going to happen all the time, if like ever again. Well, okay, not saying ever again, but if it happens again, 
I will be truly true, like more impressed than I think I ever could have been with a, <laughs> a team's match. Yeah. Uh, real I quick from, from Jamie Gore here. Uh, Bateman was in zipper's head. So it worked and that's very possible. It's yeah. very, I mean, look, zipper didn't answer. I think, I believe he missed the final question to give danger zone the victory, uh, which very well could have been the case. Yeah. I mean, if, it's, if anyone's going to get in your head, it's going to be Bateman. Yeah. Him and his big is whiteboard. That- is that God stupid whiteboard? Apparently, is, that is true. Is that true, really? Hmm. Interesting, huh? And I, well, well I, hmm. does that include singles tournaments as well? We're gonna no. we're gonna change that real fast. <laughs> um, yeah. I if I have anything to oh, say man. about it, because because I I am the ultimate uh, singles and teams coach, trivia <laughs> coach. <laughs> Oh, thank, thank you, Chuck. They did hit their five to make Danger Zone answer. That's right. Thank you. Thank, mm. you, thank you. Um, yeah, a week ago, I would have said Danger Zone, no problem. But after seeing them play, I'm going to give the edge to Deception. I'm sw- I'm switching sides. I'm giving the edge to Deception on this one. I think Adam Collins and I'm Marisol McKee. Dan, right now, and saying <laughs> Brian and Jake hate you. And he can t- tell him he can come rub it in our faces on the show if they end up winning this next week. Um, <laughs> Jill, Jill's texting Deception going, they picked you. <laughs> the opposite. Um, I just, I, yeah, I, it, I go back and forth a lot, but right, right this second, I'm giving the edge to Deception. I'm giving the edge to Deception. Mar- Here's my thing. Adam, we know what to expect from Adam. Marisol is so freaking lights out right now. Okay, so, but Marisol is so on top of it right now, like, in the fact that she is paired with Adam, who is just always on top of it, like, it's like, oh my god. Well, I mean, look, they they took Stephen King last week, and it looked like it was nothing. I I do think a lot of this is going to come down to the wheel, much like every other every other match really um the wheel is probably going to be the deciding factor i mean let's be these two matches in the tournament are championship matches that happen to be in the second round of the tournament for for all these teams they they are they are all championship give them both opponents and let's see what happens right that'd be incredible um honestly i'd be fine with seeing them both hit spinners and see like to see who gets either, the most points. Either way, like, yeah, just I, it's going to be good. It'll be interesting this week with teams. Ugh. Teams well, has been so good since vir- it's funny. Teams has been great always since virtual. Like the pairings have been so good. Like it's I cannot wait to see this week. Well, speaking of the other one, uh, it is going to be Rushmore and Lightning time. Uh, two matches we saw, two teams, excuse me, that we saw a few weeks ago. So we have John Roca and JTE for the exchange up against Ethan Irwin and um, Liz Shannon Miller for the usual suspects. And this is, this might even be a harder one because, look, on paper, uh, before the tournament started, on paper, you're thinking, well, it's Liz and Ethan. Like they, them together looked, that looks and sounds great. But after seeing Rushmore play and how well JTE has been playing this year, it's it's kind of a tough option here. This is a tough pick. Um, you know, Ethan and Liz have history. JTE and Roca are obviously paired very nicely together. Uh, Molly, I'll go to you first on this one. 
Are you taking Rushmore or are you taking Lightning Time? <laughs> um, come to me the one time I'm ready for you to come to me. Uh, you go well, to well, I will say I I want Lightning Time to win. I I think they will win, but I think it's going to be really close. Uh, a, a team like Roka and JTE is like everyone going yeah, lightning I, time wow <laughs> i mean there's one rush more yeah i i definitely wouldn't slouch on them like i mean it's 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 roca and jte like they know what they're doing they are you know some of the best of the best they've you know they've won a lot of matches and they they have the experience um so that's definitely going to give them a little bit of a leg up, but I don't know if it's going to help them win in the end. You know, it all comes down to the questions. And so far from what we've seen with uh, Lightning Time, like they, they balance each other out so well. It's it's kind of similar to, to Deception in my mind yeah. that they're working together so well because they know each other and they have a lot of experience and and you know they have a friendship and so it's hard to it's hard to root against the two of them so i'm gonna go well, lightning time and this is a good point too roca tko'd liz recently so it is a revenge match for her which is a big mm -hmm. deal uh brian liz doesn't strike me as someone that does revenge i think she's got a hidden revenge that you don't see i, I definitely <laughs> think it's there it's stored definitely. under her hat yeah uh, <laughs> definitely uh, I'm going Rushmore on this one. Uh, I know. Uh, part of me so just... Sure. Uh, well, I mean, he's in Ohio. I mean, yeah. it's not that special. So. Yeah, Ohio. They have oceans there all the time. Uh, <laughs> part, part of me, like, wanted to just say, like, JTE is going to carry Roka through to the champ just to, like, piss people off. I love when Roka gets all, like... I said it last I'm week. Come after after ass. No. They, they came after me last week and I said it. So. I just, no, but uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because like I said, I've, we're not hating on Ohio. You just guys have beautiful oceans uh, <laughs> and palm trees <laughs> and palm trees uh, and mountains and everything. Um, but it's funny because I just really, it's, I really want to see, Rushmore versus Danger Zone just because so of the I names. So badly. Just, just for the names playing against each other. And the I want to see Christian and Mark have to deal with <laughs> three egos. Oh boy. Dan doesn't have one. But just I I just want to see that. He might have one playing Roka, though. He might have a little bit of yeah. playing Roka. I mean I might he, bring it since, out. Since he's been in the dungeon, it's been coming out. That's true. His is an ego. His is sass. There's a difference. Uh, but yeah, it's. I, I think I'm gonna go with Rushmore. J JTE impressed the hell out of me in I his agree. Uh, match, the last one. Um, and uh, obviously, I knew I knew he was gonna be fantastic because I drafted him on my team. And uh, yeah, I'm just. I'm very excited to see. I feel like there is going to be some uh, chatter between Roka and Ethan, which you know is going to be good. 
yeah so, and, uh, and, and ethan has this like silent like these silent killer one-liners he's he's a sniper <laughs> yeah like he just kind of comes yeah. out of nowhere and like takes a shot and then he like walks yeah. away he's like he's yeah a, i just did that to you bye yeah he's a sniper he hits you once and then you're just like oh, God damn. and he's gonna be doing it from his palm his palm tree porch and like in living Cleveland, the life ohio and roko's gonna be like so like just amped up and ethan's gonna be like hey bro i'm sipping a whiskey sitting in the beach like he's yeah, he's got a beer in one hand and a whiskey in the other. He's like, I win no matter what, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I this is a very hard this is a very hard matchup. And it's a matchup I expected. Uh, I really, really liked what Lightning Time did the first match, but I will say out of the two, and I'm strictly going off the first matches, Lightning Time just seemed to have a little and as small as they are, a little hole that I didn't know that was there, and Rushmore didn't. Um you know, obviously there's going to be a couple questions here and there, like the first rounders or something that might, might, you know, stump you a little bit, but, uh, you know, lightning time got an incredible pull from Liz at the final second to win that match. Um, and Rushmore didn't technically breeze through their match, but they, they played really well and got themselves a big victory. Um, so I'm going to give the edge to Rushmore. I would not be surprised if Liz and Ethan are even better this time around. As we mentioned multiple times, their chemistry and their friendship plays a huge part in this. Um, but Roka and JT are one of the old school OGs. Like they, they've been around since the beginning, and that plays a big part as well. Um, Ooh, either Jake, way, you and, are, you and I are teamed up. We are teamed up against Molly at this point. Yeah. Um, no, it's this oh, Frank wait. and Jill. Oh, and fantasy. I was saying. Oh, fantasy. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Fantasy. Yeah. Oh yeah, we don't we don't want Frank to win. We don't want Frank to win. Um, we want. Him to I win. I have a good feeling I'm not going to win the fantasy. I don't know. You're on fire. And Zach got you point <laughs> or points. I'm still at the very bottom, so it'll come. It'll come. It's it'll come. Uh, yeah. It comes in waves, and your wave just hasn't hit yet. So I uh, I need to play again so I can get myself my own dang points. There you go. Here you go. Um, all right. Well, next match, uh, the first match of the week is a Star Wars match. Um, it is a Star Wars. It's the second match of the tournament, and we are seeing the Den face up against the Quirky Mercs, and that is Eric Whiteley taking on Thomas Harper. Um, big, big matchup. Uh, I feel Andrew like these Dimlock, two teams Dimlock. don't play each other very much. They probably yeah. don't. Yeah, they probably don't. Right? Very often. When you said, uh -uh. it's funny because Jake, when you said Den versus Mercs, I went. I don't, you don't hear that one very often. Yeah, you can. Teams are definitely sometimes matched a little bit more towards each other. Oh, absolutely. And I'm just, it was just funny because I was just immediately, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was like, that's that, that's one I don't hear very often. True story, Tim. True yeah, story. Yes, she is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's, let's, let's kick this off. Molly, I'll go right back to you. Uh, Thomas Harper, Eric Whiteley, who you got? Who's moving on? I mean, I would just automatically say Thomas, but I keep forgetting uh, that Whiteley has the champ in his corner now. And that's something that no one should forget about. Uh, he has Demolanta to help him study. So I'm like, yeah, don't say oh. it. We don't know. Sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to yeah. cut you off. Uh, and, you know, even Demolanta said himself that he's a little uh, intimidated or I don't think he said that, but he implied that the rookie that is Thomas is one of the ones to look out for. So I'm like, okay, 
I think Thomas has them sweating a little bit, as he should. He's a great player. He knows a ton about Star Wars. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with Thomas on this one just because I, I know him. I know the way his brain works. And uh, he's he's pretty determined. And anything he enters into that is like Star Wars trivia level, he's he's like, okay, I'm I, I entered this so that I could win it, not so I can just play around and have fun. <laughs> yeah, after seeing his first match, I'm going Thomas as well. The, and it's nothing. It's Eric. I think Eric has a has a, a wealth of knowledge. And I think he'll play great this year and possibly for years to come. But I think Thomas is the first person in a while that has come into this league uh, who hasn't been around the Shimonan at all, who's a fresh face to like the community, everything, and is kind of in a way taking the league by storm. Um, you know, his mat- Adam played him incredible his first match. He got paired up perfectly up against Adam Witt. But Thomas, as Dimelanta was talking about, the way that he played looked like a game-changing style of gameplay. Um, and I think that's going to come into factor. I think it's going to help him a lot. And so I, I'm given, I'm definitely given the edge more than an edge to Harper on this one. Right. Um, I think, I, I think Harper's going to win, but I think Whiteley is going to make it a big time challenge. I hope so. Uh, I mean, he played great his first match. He did. He played very well. And I think that, um, he, with many of Schmodown competitors, you play one and then you get get the bug to to play again, and you kind of get that like itch and that drive to where you're like, okay, this is fun. I need another one of these. And I feel like he probably got that after his first match. Um, not to mention he has a fantastic fan base um, that wants to see him do well, and um, I'm sure he he wants to prove himself and what better way than to prove yourself against the the hot new rookie that is in town um, and knocking, if you can knocking him out of the tournament. So I think it's going to be very close. I think Harper's going to squeak this one out, but like I said, he's going to squeak it out from Whiteley. I think Whiteley is going to make him work for it. So I don't I'm not saying that Harper's first match was uh, easy as far as like the stuff that he got. And because I don't know his knowledge, it, it wasn't easy in any form. But I will say that from what from, and we've had we've had Thomas on the show plenty of times and he's talked about it. But it seems like Empire Strikes Back was is his favorite movie. And he got Empire Strikes Back in the second round. Um, and, and there were a couple questions that made him stumble. I want to see if there's something that really like makes him stumble or think or maybe he misses something that gives him a, a a lesser of a chance and he has to work his way i want to see him like challenged like really challenged in gameplay um not so much I questions thought, i thought you meant you want to see him challenge oh no 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 <laughs> and i was like i want to I, I, I want some i want something to trip him up and i want to see how he recovers essentially is what hmm. i'm saying i, I um, will say as as someone who knows drag contrivia pretty well um and and this is most likely something that he he knows that he should be already studied up on. But like Dragon Con trivia doesn't go into actors very heavily. Okay. Um, 
so I will be really interested to see if he gets like a deep cut actor question or voice actor question. Like because, a third rounder? Yeah. Something like uh or even like what um Hoey and Whiteley got with who who voiced uh Sebulba. Or they they were given the name and they were like, who did this person voice? And it was kind of like a random name. And everybody yeah. was like, oh, that feels hard for round one. Um, I'll be interested to see if he gets any kind of more behind the scenes type questions like that. Because, I don't know, Dragon Con doesn't tend to veer in that direction as much. So it'll be interesting to see if he gets any of those types of questions. So it's it's mainly like all in front of the camera for the most part? Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, who's this random character that you saw in two episodes of The Clone Wars? Or what oh. model is this ship exactly with the serial number? And what year did it come out? <laughs> uh, no, thank yeah. you. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll pass. Wow. All right. Well, um, all right. Well, that's going to wrap up tonight's show, everybody. Uh, we are headed into this week with lots to do. Um, it is a Monday here, and we're going to be back at it on Wednesday. Uh, for reactions to all the matches this week. We'll be here Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, possibly looking at having some guests with us to fill Jill's spot because she sent Ooh. us a specific list of people who could only join the show. Um, not anybody we can want, just the people that she wants. A certain um, set of skills. A certain mm. They have a certain set of skills. Yes, you are yes. correct. Um, and then obviously we'll be back on Sunday as well. Uh, and just a heads up to everyone, if you are interested, our Patreon has been kicking ass lately. Uh, if you guys saw the clip on Twitter, we <laughs> challenged Jill and Molly to sport team logos on our recent Patreon Q&A. Um, it was great. It was fun. Check it out. Very, very fun stuff over there. And, and Brian, don't worry. Uh, they're going to get revenge. They're going to oh, they will something they will somehow. Jake they will and I. somehow. Oh, um, the challenges will never stop in, <laughs> in the POV Patreon. Um, they they and, started something. They've, they've created a monster, basically. <laughs> Uh, and yes, it scares, Bailey, me to uh, it scares me to think that they're like her and Jill are sh scheming behind. Like, they're probably scheming with our patrons behind our back. That's probably what <laughs> oh, doing. absolutely. Um, but yes, Brian Bailey, uh, Molly, we probably want to save this for maybe sometime this week, or do you want to announce it now? I think I think we can save it. Um, but Let's, we'll save it. We'll save it. We can. Have we said when it's going to be? We have not said it, but we can announce that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, happy hour is, uh, it, it is quite a wait since the last one, so I apologize with that, but it is going to be on Saturday, May 29th, um, and uh, guest slash guests soon to be announced. Yes, there's a duo. Uh, it, we're, it's that far out just because we catered to our guest, and uh, it's the weekend that they can do it, so we're going to have fun on Memorial Day weekend, um, and it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Um, oh, real quick. Sorry, we didn't talk about it. Star Wars FCL. We didn't talk about it. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> for like for like five to ten, five ten minutes, we'll we'll finish off the show quick talk uh, quickly talking about Molly it. Molly hasn't seen it. I Chris. still haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, then you know what? We'll save it for later this week. We'll save it for later this week. Well, you and I um, say. Well, I want to make sure we get Molly's take too because she is an active Star Wars competitor. So we'll save it. We'll we'll talk about it. Um, we'll make predictions and, and all that stuff uh, on our Twitter, uh, and we'll save our FCL predictions that way. Um. Uh, our FCL talk on the Star Wars match for next Sunday. Uh, we'll just do a double whammy FCL stuff. We we spent a lot of time with Andrew and Alex, which was great. 
which is what we wanted to do. Well, oh, look oh. who decides oh, you to know come what? The, by. Hey, he hasn't been by in months, and of course, <laughs> this is the reason why uh -huh. he comes by. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. You're a little yeah. late. You're a little late. But yeah, he is good at the Star Wars. <laughs> did did the FCL announce uh, when the for like any other Star Wars matches were happening? They have not announced no? that. Okay. They they announced the first official number one contender match, which is happening this week between David tomorrow. Campbell and Nick Harley tomorrow. Yes, yes. Okay. Should we make our predictions of that one? Um, I'm gonna go David Campbell. So am I. Easy. Mm, me too. How could you? How could you say? How could you not say anything or pick that accent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough, boy. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm going David Campbell. I think. Uh, I think the dude really has what it takes. I do. And I he's just hate that Nick Carley bashes on movies. So whatever. He's mm. going to build his dynasty. I can't do a Scottish accent. It's not kind of no. Don't even try. Oh, he yeah. bashed no. just for it last time. So let's not even try. Let's not even try. Um, I've been. I've already been butchering my Kiwi <laughs> accent trying to deal with the bad batch. So I'm not even going to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, well, that's going to wrap up tonight's show, everybody. Thank you so much to everyone who's been watching. Uh, and again, thank you to Andrew DiMolanta for joining us for the very first time. It was an absolute pleasure having him on the show, as well as Alex joining us. Uh, a great conversation between Star Wars competitors about, um, you know, just the status of the Star Wars division and questions, all that stuff. And, and that included our very own Molly Damon. And um, and we look forward to having that stuff more in the future. We'll obviously be talking about DiMolanta Kelly, which will be coming up very shortly. It's happening very soon. A month is not that far out. But for now, that's going to wrap up tonight's show on POV. We're going to be back on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for match reactions, 6 p.m. Pacific, right here for Star Wars and Teams. Um, you'll see our, our lovely faces. No Jill for the rest of the week, but our lovely faces, plus maybe a few others. Um, and before we get out of here, I'll let the crew say where they can find you online. Brian, start us off. Uh, you can find me at B of Alcino on Twitter and Apocalypse Movies. What are we doing tomorrow? Uh, Tuesday Newsday. Oh, fun. So if you want to hear some news on a Tuesday tomorrow. You want to hear our real thoughts on Venom, Let There Be Carnage trailer? Tune in tomorrow. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Molly, what about you? Uh, at Molly Damon on Twitter. Um, yeah. <laughs> we finished building the Falcon uh, last week. So we Finally. are starting... Finally, yeah, it took us since January. God, seventeen shows or something like that. Oh, <laughs> but uh, so we are starting. Do a not new build. swear to God. Don't tell me you dropped it or something no. happened. Oh, no. Okay, <laughs> it has not. It has not moved. But we are starting a new build. Uh, it's a custom uh, BD one build. However, we have our stand for the Falcon, and we are going to oh, no. wait until uh, the live stream next week to pick it up and put Do it, it on, on yes. its stand. So <laughs> tune in for at least the beginning of that stream. We're going to, I think we're going to start a little early next week. Uh, tune in for that to see if we can indeed get it on the stand and get it up God. above over our heads onto the shelf oh that we're trying to get it on. Oh my God. This is <laughs> wow. They're about to break the internet. Everybody. They're not, they're, they're about to break the internet and hopefully not break the Falcon. I'd rather them break the internet than that Falcon. After Seriously, how long it took to after it. sixteen episodes or whatever, I, jeez, uh, I'm sweating just I'm thinking just, about it. All right, I, I'm just waiting for Hilo or Pippin to just run under one of you guys' feet. Oh, uh, Pippin's gonna like, jump on top of it as they're picking uh, it up, and there goes oh the antenna, gosh. like the original Falcon. 
That's fair. The satellite yeah. dish, yeah, he'll just knock it off. As Chuck says, yeah. maybe practice it before you actually go on camera. Nah. <laughs> nah. Do it for the bit. Do it for the bit. Um, Could we possibly see, since, you know, you guys' lives are boring now without any matches, uh, returns to Twitch? Ooh, possibly. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe. It's not like you guys have anything to do or anything. No. <laughs> Nothing no. to do. Um, all right, you can find me uh, on all socials at Quagon Jake, two ends because someone else took it before I did. Smowdown POV on Twitter, Streamlabs for questions and comments, Patreon again, guys. Uh, we already have our watch along picked out, we're not going to reveal it just yet, um, but it, it will be a fun one. It will be a fun one. Uh, lots it's of another cool movie coming I this. haven't seen. It so is, there's... it's going to be a fun one. Uh, and it actually just had its 25th anniversary, so do with that what you will. Oh, well, just um, give them the name. Do you know how many <laughs> movies came out 25 years ago? Come on. Um, and yes, like I mentioned, we'll be back Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Again, thank you to everyone who watches, all 60, 70, 80 plus of you. Love having you guys aboard with the show. And hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. Again, huge shout out to Andrew and Alex for joining us. And uh, yeah, have a good night, everybody. And we'll catch you guys back on Wednesday.